Have you watched Attack on Titan yet? Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the G.E.E.K. podcast. It's an, a road show, Reg. A road show. The Antiques Road Show. Yes, number 58. It's our first outing of the year. Yes. And yeah, we went to the Antiques Road Show um, at the NEC in Birmingham. It's really weird. I didn't see any antiques. Well, I saw like a BBC microcomputer. Is that class as an antique? Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, it does nowadays. But I didn't think a PS4 or an Oculus Rift was really classed as an antique, but there we are. Maybe um, if we travel back to the future, though, and then we come back and, and nowadays from the future, it would be classed as uh, no, antique? You're no, you're really stretching there. Um, okay. It wasn't really Antiques Roadshow. It's just EGX Red at the NEC in Birmingham. We're there now. We're in the pub. We're outside. It's sunny. It's March and Reg is in a t-shirt. And I'm drinking beer. Yep. And smoking in a pub. It's very, very weird. But um, we've just had a really awesome day. Uh, Sunday at EGX Rest and we saw lots of games and we spoke to loads of awesome people and we got some awesome freebies and things. And Reg is excited because he's got a press pass. I do like my press pass. Yeah, he's going to keep it on now. That's it. Why not? On his wedding day, it's going to be there in his wedding photos. Mm, don't think I'll be able to <laughs> allow that, to be honest. <laughs> so, as much yeah. fun as it'll be. I should start the collection of them, getting them all yeah. up the wrist. We, we'd have started this podcast ten minutes earlier, but um, we wanted to go and use the press lounge just because we could and <laughs> we sat in there for 10 minutes for no reason just Worth like it. in silence playing on our phones going mm, well yeah look at this footage mm, oh, this is good it was but completely worth it completely yeah. worth it although next time I'm going to bring the laptop so we can actually look yeah. professional and some glasses some fake glasses so you can be there and a, a bluetooth headset yes you could be like sell 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 <laughs> breaking news uh, what was the breaking news this week though Reg the Turtles trailer. Oh, it's so good. Have you seen it? No. No. I right. refuse. I, I refuse. I Don't think I'm pretty sure I'm best just avoiding it altogether. No, great. Right. I, well, I thought this because you know my, my stance on it. Anyway, we okay. talked about it on the previous pod. Then the trailer hit, and now I'm really, really intrigued by it. Okay. Uh, I think because I've got past the the whole look of the Turtles. Right. Um, so because I've seen that now for a few weeks now, I've, I've, it's not a shock when they first come on the scene. Uh, it's like a little mini tease trailer, but it's, it's so you'd watch it. It actually, it's a lot darker than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Um, well, and they just didn't turn the lights on or anything. Is it all at night? It's all at night. All at, well, what do you expect with, then? With, with a little bit in the day as well. And in the snow, they slide down like this huge little snow right. uh, slope thing. Okay. But right, you need to watch it just because, <laughs> well, do it now. No. Put, put it on now. I, I, just, I don't just think I it. should. Why not? Why don't you want to watch the turtle trailer? I don't know. I just, I have mixed feelings. This will probably help ease it. The thing that I hate Michael Bay for is he does amazing trailers, and then the film probably will end up rubbish. I but the trailer looks really good. Okay. So um, I think you need to watch it, especially mainly for Mikey's bit at the end. Although this is the one thing um, which confused me slightly. Um, see, it hits the end bit when you first see the, the two main turtles. Well, you see Mike, uh, Michelangelo and Leonardo. Um, okay. April O'Neil's on the roof. All right, Megan Fox. And uh, Megan Fox. So... Leonardo hits like on the literally the edge of the roof, and looks up and April O'Neil's like, "Oh my God!" Oh, and like 
goes all quite scary. And then Michelangelo pops up behind and he's like, whoa, no, it's all right, it's all right. And she turns around and screams. And he's like, no, don't worry, it's just a mask, look. And he takes off the orange little like, bird. Oh, right. I, I mask. As he thought he meant And he turtle. goes, see? And then he looks ace. The only downside is he looks remarkably like the Goomba from the Super Mario Brothers film. <laughs> that's, that's the only Amazing. one sort of downside, really, to the trailer. I know for a fact whenever I watch um, it, I'm like, he looks a bit like a goober. You're not quite selling it to me, to be honest. And Megan Fox couldn't even sell it to me. She, I, I got tagged in her in her post on Facebook, and um, she, she tweeted and posted on Facebook in what is sure to be the pinnacle of my career in terms of my own overjoyed fangirlness. Behold the trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Uh, that just seems a bit too <laughs> falsified, to be honest. I, d- I don't really trust her. Right. But mm. watch it. It is good. It only, go- it only goes on for a I'll minute. I'll think about it. It only goes on for I a minute. I will think about it. Watch it. Keep keep trying and I'll I'll think about okay, it. Okay, I'll do this. No, stop it. Stop it. Right, so don't press okay. play, Reg. But um, Teenage Mutant. Yeah, it's gone back to Teenage They're Mutant Ninja Turtles. And not Alien Turtles. And not Teenage Alien Ninja Turtles. Okay, it's not just Ninja Turtles. It's actually TMNT. Interesting. The way it should be. Yeah, but that was what caused all the furor. At, fir- at first, everyone's like, they're not aliens. And now they're not aliens. But they haven't said anything about it. They didn't announce, actually, we're going back and they're not aliens anymore. Or maybe I missed it. Maybe that wasn't big enough news. <laughs> <laughs> well, there has been plenty of other exciting things going on. Like we said before, we're in the Res Expo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we're talking about turtles. <laughs> as great as turtles yeah. is, the Res Expo was amazing. Mm-hmm. We played Alien Isolation. Um, yeah. was, the f- was literally the first thing uh, we did when yeah, we came yeah. in. Alien Isolation and the New Worms and Flockers and Titanfall and... Have you watched Titan- Attack on Titan yet? I've not watched Attack You're on Titan You're rubbish. Yet. Get watching it, Reg. It's amazing. Okay, so good. So good. Um, I've been watching Arrow. Okay. So good. Right. Well, we are getting off topic. Um, yeah, okay. Talk to me about Alien Isolation, Reg. Alien Isolation scared me a little bit. It made me do a little a wee. Little bit of it. poo. Um, it was just, it was brilliant. It was far superior than what I imagined it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a first-person survival horror. Yeah, um, which is a bit unusual in itself. Yep. I haven't and seen that many of them. You go through, basically, your Ripley's daughter, and you go on a mish to try and find your mum. Yep. Uh, to find out what happened. Ripley's um, daughter, do you accept this mish? I do. I accept I the mission. The it's going to be fun. Mish. You the said it's a mish. Yeah, it, well, it is a mission, it, to be okay. fair. Well, it's a scary fucking mission. Really the, the main thing for me was that because it, even though you're on the iconic sort of spaceship and you're, you're going through, yeah. it looks gorgeous, but you don't get a chance to just Admire sit back it. and just enjoy it because there's the, the alien that's <laughs> literally alien chasing threat. you. So um, you get out your little um, thingy proximity detector, your little radar thing, what they call it. The truck going beep, beep. Yeah, and um, you can walk around with that constantly looking at it, but you're focused on that, so everything else blurs, so you can can't really see much else. You can see where you're going, but it is a blur. So like, all <laughs> your I spent the entire demo just staring at that and not really being able to admire anything else of the scenery because everything else was blurred. Well, I was looking through. There's <laughs> a there's a bit in the in the demo. Where they've got like the the table from like the first Alien mm. film, and it's got yes, like that's right. It looks so With good. And little, I was like, oh uh, my god, nodding, the little nodding bird, bird thing, and it comes through. So I was the sta- bird is drinking the water. So I was staring. You'll at that make for a, a few million minutes, dollars. And then all of a sudden, I just had that's this huge, massive tail just go right through my stomach, and I was like, 
Jesus. Oh, and that you got attacked that in there? Me. Yeah, I got attacked. Oh, I survived in there. So, but I got attacked at, literally because I was too busy going, ooh, that looks gorgeous, that looks amazing, yeah. and just like really soaking in the, the atmosphere inside the game. I just got slaughtered so many times. But mm. you literally, you can't attack it. You've got to just run and hide. Like hiding lockers, under the tables, wherever you want to hide, just make sure that alien can't see you, otherwise mm -hmm. it's game over. But the atmosphere in it is so good. It's like if you've ever played Slender. Yeah, yeah, really so, good point. Yeah, if you play Slender and you're literally trying to just, you go through and every time you hear such, so much as a little noise or you turn your corner. You scream like a little girl and run. Yeah, you're petrified and you flick on the flashlight and then you can like <laughs> turn down the flashlight and then you turn it back off again and you're just constantly torn between the flashlight and your tracker. And you're just going through it all, but the the story looks like it's going to be amazing. And from the lady that we were discussing, Nee, yes. um, who we did the interview with, which you'll be able to find on one of the links below. Oh, you'll be able to listen to it in about two minutes. Or listen to it in a couple of minutes. Um, <laughs> she'll explain obviously some of the details that um, they got, especially from Fox, mm. uh, which is awesome. They took the idea to Fox, and we're like, right, we want to do this. And instead of Fox going, yeah, go on then. He said, like, right. please, yes, please, we need to save this franchise after, after Prometheus Clone and Clone <laughs> Marines. But yeah, the the whole fact that they got a couple of terabytes worth of like unused data and sound bites and stuff from the original Alien film is just amazing. Um, but they used the literally the orchestra. There was a couple of the same people in the orchestra that did some of the music. Are you it, repeating what she told you? Yes. Oh, wait, stop it, because let's listen to what she had to say about it, shall okay. we? Okay. Okay. Here you are. Here's an interview with Nee, who the community was manager. community manager at um, Creative Assemblies. Hi, this is Reg from Geek here with Nee, the community manager on Alien Isolation. Um, so, just first of all, thanks very much for your time today. Very much appreciated. Um, I suppose the big main question is, how is it working with such an iconic movie franchise and uh, trying to put it into the game um, and just making sure that you, you keep the audience happy? Um, a, it's fantastic and really, really, really fun. Um, but obviously, Alien, the film, is so iconic and we knew we had to absolutely nail everything uh, down to the very last minute detail. And uh, one of the things that we have prided ourselves in is how you know authentic and how true we are to the film. We basically took the idea to Fox and Sega, our publisher, and said, look, you know, we want to do this, we want to explore Amanda's story. It's something we felt no one's looked into properly and you know if we were Amanda we'd want to know what happened to Ellen and they were fantastic and really supportive and Fox gave us three terabytes worth of you know data and information about the film that hadn't been heard or about or, or seen before um, and one of them was this fantastic box of like eight millimeter sound reel that hadn't ever ever been heard of, of the Foley and the you know sound effects that they did, that they produced for the film and we all took all of that and looked at all the inspiration and put that into the film so um, our UI lead John McKellen has been working really hard on the element he calls lo-fi sci-fi which is looking at the 1970s 9 yeah. really like 79 bleak future view and, and the futuristic look of that and uh, you know one of the cute things are not cute but I shouldn't say cute because guys are like it's not cute Nian. Um, but you know one of the great things is for example we decided that we wouldn't put in anything that wouldn't have existed in the 1970s in the game to be so faithful to the film uh, so we set ourselves some limitations and, and I think that's a credit to how incredibly faithful we are to the film and uh, I kind of hope that we transport that over in the whole entire feel and the look of it so you know, you played the game, 
So yeah. you would have I was going to say, I'd like to, like say, I seen the look of the game, but I was too busy cowering behind like <laughs> the tables and in the locker. And um, the atmosphere in the game is phenomenal. And um, from the minute you literally start, when the lights start flickering on towards you, you get that that closed in um, sort of atmosphere. It's really terrifying. And I suppose because there's been so many alien games out there, this has got such a unique feel. And I suppose really the main thing is, how did you change the, the sort of the atmosphere around to make sure that you felt so isolated and make sure that you literally, now you don't have the weapon, you've got to run and hide, have the stealth mechanic. How did you try and make sure that you didn't overuse it and make sure the atmosphere still kept so tight and close? Um, well, yeah, you know, it is the first of its kind in, in the you know heritage of Alien games. We're a single player, we're first person, we're looking um, at the survival horror genre, we're going back to that haunted house in space, which is very much Ridley Scott's view of Alien, the film, and that we've taken that as our core inspiration. And when you look at the film, it's, you know, two hours long, it's absolutely intense, it's, you know, really small, cramped places, it's tiny, little, you know, dark corners, um, and we took that and put that into the game because we wanted to be so true to the events of, of you know um, alien the game takes place t 15 years after but we were like the technology would still be the same the film vibe that's what we want to take over and you know getting all of that into that um, into the game obviously we looked at the film and the Nostromo is this one ship you know um, and then we were like right how do we take that sense of one ship and put it onto Sebastopol um, so we dissected it completely took it apart I mean Fox sent us blueprints of, of um, you know the film set it got down to the fact that uh, like the guys in uh, art and animation were looking at the textiles to know how things weighed and how things felt so that they could transport that into the game and have that whole entirely sort of, entirely sort of like immersive element and obviously lighting plays a huge part um, and so does sound and our you know lighting guys our sound guys have worked really hard to replicate that so that moment in the demo when the lights go dum, 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 into you yeah. that's you know that it's very hard to kind of like distinguish that from the moments in the film when Ellen Ripley turns on the lights and they flicker on so you know we wanted to remain really faithful to that to create that atmosphere yeah I mean you've definitely done an amazing job like I said from like literally the minute when the lights flicker on you do forget that you're actually in the game and your heart race your heart pounding so fast it's unbelievable the sound quality like you said is is so so authentic and so unique to it is it the actual sound clips you use from the film is it then that you use in the game for the alien so basically when fox sent over all of their um you know materials and stuff that included sections of like i said you know the eight millimeter reel of music we have drawn the soundtrack from jerry goldsmith goldsmith's original soundtrack for the film um and we've taken elements of that but obviously again film's two hours long we've got a game that's you know much longer than that uh, so we looked at elements of the sound uh, Re, uh, sort of like re-recorded the music again, and brought in uh, you know uh, guys from the Philom Philharmonic Philharmonic. Uh yeah, God, I can't speak today. Uh, orchestra, and um, you know, re-recorded with them the score. And a really nice little piece of info is that there were a couple of guys in there who started playing the first few tunes of the song, and suddenly went, "Wait a minute, 
we know what this is. We recorded the original Alien soundtrack and they instantly recognized it. And that was a moment when I heard that. I was like, oh, goosebumps. And I can only imagine for them, you know, just starting to play the strings and going, holy crap, this is it. And it's such an iconic score that we felt the game couldn't be without it. Yeah. So uh, all of the music and all of the sound, you know, we recorded via Foley and, you know, orchestra just to recreate that very same sense in the film. Uh, you also do a podcast as well, which is leading up to the release of the game, uh, where you go a bit more in detail about the actual the making of the development series. Uh, so can you just name the actual podcast itself so yeah. people can have a listen to it and try and pick that up? Uh, we've got a series of podcasts, actually, but our first one was about creating the alien. So it is available on our um, website, alienisolation.com, um, and it's uh, hosted, oh, it's housed on SoundCloud, so SoundCloud forward slash alienisolation. Um, and we talk about the alien himself. Um, so if you guys caught it, there was an insider video as well, which was almost like a dev diary. And it was where our devs sat and talked about how they created the alien, gave you a few more snippets from the game. Um, and our podcast, you know, just I wanted to sort of like take that and look at it in more detail. Um, but what was great, we took questions from the community as well. So got people to send in what they really wanted to know about the alien, answered that in the podcast. Uh, we were, you know, we had so much fun recording. We basically had Geiger's book, which we opened and pointed at pictures and giggled ourselves senseless over like the really phallic and you know sexual imagery went <laughs> um, but you know working with something like this gives us that sort of like you know uh, a fantastic level of interaction with the material so yeah um, keep an eye and an ear out for it there will be future podcasts coming up looking at really key elements of the game so if you're interested in, in that please do plug in yeah definitely um, once again Alien Isolation comes out October the 7th it is this, um, this year, so I'm really excited. Phew, we've got that date out, I'm so relieved. And is that uh, going to be multi format same day release, is it? So the PS3, the Xbox One, PS4, yeah? It's available on um, PC, uh, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One. Superb. Well, thank you very much, Nee, for your time. Been very much appreciated. I'm going to go back and have another go now. Thank you. Thanks, You're a really good interviewer, Reg. It's I enjoyed just, that. She was yeah. just really friendly. I, I know that's probably the, the job to be friendly, but she really got into the she actual the game. Itself. She loves the friendly. franchise so much. She loved that franchise, and I, f I felt quite bad because I towered her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's only Ickle. Yeah. standing there in his uh, his G dot E dot E dot K T shirt, proudly displaying, just towering over her. I was repping it. Yeah, he was, was repping it for it. the uh, for the old pod and the YouTubes. YouTube.com forward slash g.e.e.k. <laughs> yeah. Did did we even say hi? I'm Dan and you're Reg. Uh, maybe. Who knows? No, I'll we just don't. cut this bit out and put it at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Great. I think I'm in a funny mood. I don't understand Reg, but <laughs> this is all the excitement from playing yeah, all the games. Yeah, it's been good. Do you know what my highlight of the day was though? Playing Bummer Mum. Uh, no. On the snares. The parking was free. That's when we came to the Gadge show. Your highlight when of we the day. When we came uh, and looked at all the gadgets at that show last year, it was £8 for parking. This this time, it was free. So out of all the things we did and yeah. all the things we've seen today, I your was, highlight? I was attempting comedy, Reg. No, uh, um, Alien Isolation was my highlight. Okay, so what, what's, your, what's, what's your top three parts of today, then? I don't know, um, but Alien Isolation was amazing. Alien Just, Isolation. I, what, I, what I loved... I'll tell you my, my top three when I finish talking about Alien Isolation, Reg. Um, I love that they had their own little, well, they had their own big booth, and it wasn't just a booth where they had a bunch of computers. It was like, you know, it was like its own little room, so it was dark. And you went in, you set the headphones on, and you were like, the, 
the screens were really close as well, so you were just totally immersed in it. There was a little queue inside the building, first of all, um, where you had a video playing, telling you roughly, you know, what was going on in the game, like a immersive voiceover, and it felt like you were queuing for a theme park ride. Yeah, it's it really, really bizarre. bizarre. I was kind of getting kind of you know a little bit nervous and whatever, and just you're like seats are going to drop away from me any second now. <laughs> but no, how many times did you die? I died about five times, I think oh, it was. I died lots. In total. I made it right the way through. I made it past that bit you said, but I made it right towards the end. And there was a section where suddenly the alien, the, what's it, the, the, the big alien, the xenomorph, appears. Um, and you've just got this kind of one looped section with a room in the middle. Um, and you've got to get to this airlock at the other side. So you've got to work out where she is and get around, uh, hide in the shadows and stuff, and I just could not get to the door, and eventually after about eight goes I got to the door, pressed the button for the airlock, and it went airlock, like like uh, pressure level leveling out, and um, I stood there, I was like right, the door's going to open in a sec, and I stood there it's 25%, and I stood there. yeah, and then suddenly 25%, and as 25% came up, just straight through my stomach, and I was like, oh yeah, I shouldn't really wait there. And then some guy came over and just crouched down next to me and was like, "Yeah, well, don't don't wait by the airlock because um, that's you kind of it's it <laughs> underneath the big light and she's going to see you. Go and hide." I was like, "Oh, okay, I'll do that this time." Did you hide in the locker? Yes. Did you have to do the thing? Did she come round and sniff the locker? Oh no, and try I didn't and get, get to that. You? I got oh one time God, when I hid in the locker and she saw me go in there. And she just kind of ran up and just ru ripped the door off. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, oh, I, oh, dear. I had it when I, when I figured out, I was like, right, what I'm going to do is just run, just hide in the locker. And that's what I'm going to do. So I pressed the button, run. So yeah. pressed the button, just ragged it straight into the locker. And I was like, brilliant. And then, oh, so it's like 50%. Yeah. And then you wait like a couple of minutes and it's like 75%. I was like, oh, please. And then all of a sudden my tracker just started going mental. And I was like, oh, God. And then all of a sudden you just see the head through the little slits come across and it walks and then turns around and comes back to the locker and it just looks at the locker and then you've got to press like left uh, press the left trigger in and then press the left stick back a bit so you hold your breath and oh step right. back from the from the locker ah. um, and I was inside and you could hear it like just sniffing it <laughs> and trying to get the feel about it and that was really tense that was like proper nerve-wracking to the bit where I was like oh god awesome. oh god oh god but I um when I died the first time I was like holy fuck and just like swore and the guy was like yeah how about next time you say something like Jesus or whoa and I was like <laughs> sorry it's just it's, Almost as bad. it was literally just one of those like oh my god I didn't expect yeah. that to happen because I was too busy just like in like I said, enjoying the view, and I didn't expect her to come behind me, and just like that's what she said. <laughs> really? No way. That's what he. He's. Oh, it doesn't really work. No. Um, last thing I'll say um, is that I've forgotten what I was going to say again. <laughs> You're doing really well yeah. on this pod, mate. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we just start again. Just wipe <laughs> off this entire fifteen minutes. I think it's probably going to be for the best, to be honest. No. <laughs> no, we're in it. We're in it now. Um, no, but it was ace. It was good. Um, go and buy it when it comes out. Oh, what was the the release October date? The 7th. October the seventh. October the seventh, which they announced at Res. Nice little thing Ooh, for Res yesterday. Yeah. 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 I I really like Res. Um, it was like a mini Eurogamer, <laughs> which yeah. it kind of is because Eurogamer is now EGX and it's EGX. I Res. think but, um, it worked out really well for us as well because it's Mother's Day. <laughs> and, and we just were so ungrateful yeah. to our parents that we decided mm -hmm. we were going to come to Eurogamer a instead of spending Mother's Day with our mums. Um, yeah. So 
at the end of the day, it was it was nice and quiet. It's the last day as well, so I think it was quite empty anyway. To be fair, so anything we really wanted to go on, we just either walked straight on or yeah, waited like five yeah. minutes. Um, and we got loads of time with loads of awesome devs and uh, and PR people who would talk to us. On, and some of them didn't like being on camera, but they did it anyway. Yeah, which is great. We uh, who were the other people we spoke to? Team Seventeen. Team Seventeen behind who are the people behind the iconic gaming franchises such as Worms and Lemmings um, had quite a big stall. They had, what, four games, five games there? Yeah. So they've got a new Worms, Battlegrounds. Um, they've got a new um, game set in the Worms universe, which is Flockers, which is basically Lemmings, but with sheep. It's such a brutal <laughs> version of sheep, yeah. of uh, Lemmings. Yeah. So, because I know, obviously, Lemmings, you can kill the Lemmings when you do the explode yeah, and stuff. But with this, there's like traps that come down. It was like, like fall Super down Meat Boy mixed with... Uh, with lemmings, yeah, because you literally they get murdered, but when the sheep run through the corpses, like the blood and <laughs> yeah, they leave footprints, start blood. going through. It's it's, it's funny, but Eyeballs like even roll. like when like there's one bit where a blade just falls down, and there's I had one sheep left, and the sheep just like didn't move forward. It just looked and was just like staring at the blade and then looking at the screen as if say like, no, no, don't, no, oh, I don't right. want to go forward. Oh, so it was helping you out. And I was like, oh, that's good, amazing. And then I moved it forward into the blade and it got killed. <laughs> Oh well, so uh, whoops, won't be doing that. <laughs> but again. it was really good fun, and again, Team Seventeen lady was was lovely. Yeah. Um, she held a she, like so we spoke to her for about five minutes, um, just about all the different games and stuff, uh, which you'd be able to listen to right now. Yeah. Okay. Now. Yeah. Coming up in a in a second. Uh, now. Hi, this is Rage from Geek.com here with Bethany, the senior PR for Team Seventeen. Uh, so I just want to have a quick conversation with you about some of the games you actually have on display here today. Uh, first and foremost, thank you very much for your time, very much appreciated. Uh, so Flockers uh, is, the, is the big main game I suppose you're bringing uh, this time around. Is, forget me if I'm wrong, is this Lemmings but with just the Super Sheep instead? It's not just that, um, it's <laughs> Lemmings inspired gameplay, so it's that kind of classic, um, but it's got a twist to it. Um, there's physics objects, contraptions, and kind of like anti-gravity stuff, things you've not seen before. Uh, and yeah, it's a sheep from Worms. It's based in a Worms weapons factory where the sheep are kind of, you know, they've had enough of being turned into weapons for these worms. So they're trying to escape, and you've got to guide from point A to point B um, for a myriad of kind of crazy um, death trap scenarios. It's um, very brutal. I couldn't, when we had a, a go of it before, and it's extremely brutal. So there's a few where they kind of have to be sacrificed for the, the greater good of the, the flock. But you can complete and save the majority of the, the sheep, um, or you can kind of scrape through and, and save just one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how my playthrough <laughs> ended up. And I felt so bad because one of the sheep was cowering behind the actual blade. Um, but I think the fact that you've actually got the physics engine that well, so it actually knows where the objects are, the interaction with this sheep, despite it literally just being sheep, is really, really good. Like, I felt so sorry for it when it was coming through. I mean, what was your, your main inspiration towards wanting to get a another game out in relation towards the world worms universe but not actually including the worms um so we've been working on lots of different kind of concepts for a while um to do another game uh that's different from worms and everything um we've got like a game jam team we have lots of different kind of concepts floating about and this is just one that we all thought worked really well and we all really enjoy playing in the studio ourselves so yeah Fair enough. so is this only going to be available on the pc on steam well, the minute we're going to launch into early access in q2 um Primarily because with it being a brand new IP, we really want to see how the community takes to it and what kind of feedback they have for us 
um, and what kind of suggestions and see how it goes from there. So at the minute it's going to be on PC, but then we'll see what happens from there. Great. Okay, brilliant. Thanks very much. Um, in relation to Worms Battlegrounds, can just see what the difference is between Worms Battlegrounds and Worms Revolution that just came out yeah, recently? Cool. So Worms uh, Battlegrounds is coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. It's our very first next-gen title. So following on from Revolution, um, it's the same kind of classes that you met in Revolution, but they're being refined. Um, anyone who's played Revolution will know that we had a voiceover by Matt Berry. Uh, Perfect. We seem to be working our way through all the members of the IT crowd, so we've got Catherine Parkinson doing the voice this time. Amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so she narrates our single-player story campaign. There's uh, clans in there as well, so you can make your own clan, um, invite your friends and work together to take on the leaderboards, multiplayer clans. Uh, what you'd expect from Worms, there's local and online multiplayer for up to four players. Uh, lots of new weapons, so there's a kind of crazy stuff like a whoopsie cushion, which you throw around and gets poison everywhere then explodes. Um, it's like a grave digger, so uh, once a worm's died, it's left a grave, so you can go and dig it up, and you can get like a legendary weapon from that. So like, um, you could get like a banana bomb, or you could get a, a holy hand grenade from digging up this grave. Uh, so yeah, lots of crazy stuff. So it's got a little bit darker then as well, really. <laughs> Traditional Team 17. Yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> um, again, you're also being a third-party publisher as well for a couple of the games out where you're representing at the moment, The Escapists. Yeah, so, so could you give us a little bit more information about this? in November that we were returning to third-party publishing, so it's something we've done in the past. Um, so we signed up Light back in November, that's the first title we signed. It's a minimalist stealth game, um, and it's really cool. And then we've got The Escapist as well, and they're both on the corner, and we've got the developers for both of them as well, so I can take you around and introduce you. So yeah. Yeah, it's really, I mean, I've had a quick go with The Escapist. It seems really fun, completely different again from what you usually sort of publish and put out there. I mean, I suppose now your main goal is world domination, I suppose, because you seem to be taking on quite a few of the big indie sort of teams and getting the next through. logical step, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's fantastic. So I just want to say thanks very much for your time today. It's uh, very much appreciated. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. So there you go. So that was her. And then straight and after, after we finished with, with The Lovely Lady, mm. uh, we were chatting about some of the third party, uh, third yeah. party publishers, as you just heard. And then she took us around the corner where we spoke to um, two, two guys. Well, yeah. a guy and we'll a girl. put that in in a minute because I want to talk about um, Flockers and, and um, Worms first. Yes. Because otherwise two interviews back to back is a bit boring. Okay. Yeah. Um, flockers literally, literally is like they've just gone, we want a new Lemmings game. Let's not release a new Lemmings game, but let's make another Worms game. Yeah, but I love the idea of it though. It's yeah. just like oh, the sheep are just brilliant. fed up of being used as weapons, so yeah. they want to escape. But from what I remember about Lemmings, is you could go through an entire level and not lose any Lemmings pretty easily, or maybe not really easily. But there was always a pretty obvious way of doing it. Yeah, um, you know, get three stars or whatever. But this, I I don't know how you'd manage. It was like I, d I don't think you can. And the other thing is, <laughs> it seems so busy. There's always stuff yeah. that was going on. Mm -hmm. So trying to like keep keep track of what where your sheep were going yeah. and what was going on, especially when you've got the super sheep ability and you're climbing the walls and just going all crazy. Um, and you get like 30, 40 sheep that are all just like walk along, and you got to try and keep track of individual ones that have got certain jobs and stuff. But I like that when you do the um, when you build like the little wall so they can climb climb mm. up the little steps. Yes. the sheep's climb on top of each other and actually stand and there. And makes and steps. Yeah, it yeah. looks so good, but it looks lovely as well. It's actually done really, really nice. Mm. So um, again, I do highly recommend going out and at least giving this one a try. Yeah, yeah it has a bit so of a kind fun. of a 
a look of like limbo or something like that. You know, you're just on one plane at the front, but you've got loads going on in the background. Yeah, um, it was like concrete little, donkeys that yeah. are like being shipped off and because that's the idea. You've got to so. guide the sheep to the end of the level where they're gonna get sent off to be super sheep. Um, yeah, so there's loads of little worms nods going in in the background, which is ace. I liked it a lot, and uh, and Worms Battlegrounds looks very pretty. It looks like more Worms fun. Yeah, I mean, it again, it looks just like Worms, worms. Revolution. Um, <laughs> it's good because the time they tried to do a 3D Worms on. was not great. No, it was all right. Just wasn't that much fun no. compared to these new ones. But again, they've got all the classes, but they've listened to the feedback through from like all of the fans that played mm. it, going like, "Oh no!" So they've refined the classes now oh, and wow. actually made them actually like proper classes now. So it's it looks really nice, plays really well, um, and some of the new weapons they put inside it looked ace. So. I'm genuinely excited to go get once again get my hands on this one. So I think we need to do a uh, Geeks Good Gaming first on, uh, on, on Revolution worms, before we revolution. do the uh, before we do Battleground. Yeah, one hundred percent did myself. Yeah. And um, they had a couple of other games there because they they they've, I saw obviously their own stuff, but then they are being a distributor for a couple of little indie games as well. A lot of stuff going on Steam. Like Flockers yeah. is on Steam early access at the minute. Uh, worms um, Battlegrounds is going on through Xbox One and PS4. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, I can't remember where they mentioned Steam actually, but um, the we had a yeah we had a good chat with uh, a couple of guys from a uh, team called uh, Just a Pixel. Um, they've got a game called Light coming out, which was really kind of weird, but looked it awesome. It was like tough. you'd like so okay, explain it, Reg. You kind of you're infiltrating an office from right, what it okay. looked like. <laughs> yeah, so basically you're you're trying you didn't give away too much of the story which is the the nice thing cuz you obviously want to go off and play it for yourself. Yep. But basically it's a stealth game. Um but you go a cube, it's all shaped things, it's not actually like proper people. No. Um and you go through and you basically it looks like you're looking at blueprints for buildings. Yeah, exactly. Um and you're trying to obviously escape but you got to go hacking like security cameras doors so you can get through grab intel which gives you the story of the game itself. So as you're going through the game the story progresses as you go through so you don't know it for all from the outset. You basically got to try and piece it together yourself and try and find these little bits of intel which delve deeper into the story. Um, and that was it was hard it was, it was quite a hard game but it was really fun and um, again you'll see on our YouTube page um, we've got a video yeah all the interviews will go up on the YouTube page so um, you'll hear them now but if you want to see actually the footage of the game um, the good, good thing there he, he sat down with Reg and told him how to play because Reg was didn't know yeah it was hard but the other thing as well that I love is because he said this is like the alpha build um, of it that's going through he said that they're still trying to make changes it goes through. Like one mm. of them was I had to go and get some information from um like a filing cabinet. And I was like, right, okay, which one? He's like, Yeah, I didn't really think about that. Um blue on blue, I need to change that to like a different colour <laughs> because it all looked the sort of the same. Yeah. So they put this together in what they say six months in Yeah, they, six, um, six months they've they've been on it. Um and literally they got it on Steam green light. Um and it got green lit like straight away like Team Seventeen picked up and said, Right, we wanna publish this. Mm. Um so that was the nice thing. It was in there for like a month, and then straight away it got took back off it again. Yeah, and it's ace. Flying through. It's a, it's a really fun game. I can see it being really addictive. Like one of those you will just sit down and be like, right, just one more level, just 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 one more level, and you'll keep going through that way through. Yeah, I had that with Hotline Miami too. Yeah, again, it's that's pretty much Hotline Miami, um, <laughs> down to a T. There's no difference no. <laughs> at all from what I've seen. Hopefully, the story might make a bit from more sense. It's just the second part of the the. The two, so yeah, I think this, just is, like, this is going to be the end one. That's the last what, one as yeah, well, that's isn't what it? Their, web, their website says. The concluding part of the hotline 
story. No. Which is a shame because it's a really fun game to play. It's frustrating as all hell. Like you sat and watched me do the very first, like mm -hmm. literally the first room for what about 10 minutes when I just kept on getting it wrong and because they changed the buttons around on the PS4 the buttons were incorrect so every time I was trying to get like sneak in and then try and get um, like the knife off someone I'll press the wrong button I'm like oh fuck <laughs> and it got really irritating yeah. but it was it's such a fun game again mm. definitely yeah. going to be purchased however uh, light um, as we said we talked to the developers <laughs> sorry that was my fault completely my fault um, we uh, yeah we, here's, here's our interview with them we'll put it in here now here here Hi, this is Reg from Geek.com. I'm here at EGX Res Expo in Birmingham, and I'm here today with Just a Pixel with Danny and Roberta, um, the founders yep, of Just a Pixel. Yeah, brilliant. So we're here; to, they're here today to actually just bring out light and um, just show us a little bit about the new title that they've got coming out of them. It's been, uh, I believe, it's been published by Team Seventeen. Yeah, just coming through. It's just a third party. Okay, so if you could just tell me just a little bit about the game for people who might not have seen the game before. Uh, so, Light is a minimalist stealth game. The idea is you sneak around and hack into various electrical devices to try and get around guards or trap them or distract them. So, it's in bite-sized levels. It's very much like we want you to replay as much as possible. So, you have five minutes basically per level. If, if you're quick, you can do it in 30 seconds, but if you're not, it's going to take a while. So, yeah, that's basically, basically Light in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. As you say, looking at the game, it's a completely unique sort of um, aesthetics that you've got going towards it. Uh, what made you sort of go towards this graphical style? Blueprints designs, really. Um, we were looking at how to level design, and then we kind of were looking at lots of blueprints, and then we kind of liked the style of blueprints, and we figured wouldn't it be cool to play a game where you are in a blueprint sort of environment so that's that's kind of clean lines just bringing out like the gameplay more and yeah. like just keeping it very easy to the eye not a lot of clutter and yeah. things that you don't need when you're, you have a top-down perspective yeah. we wanted to focus more on the actual gameplay than the actual art style so it's more minimalist as possible so that's what i think that from the little quick go i had before it's i mean it's, it's so unique for a stealth game it's not actually hiding in shadows all the time it's actually quite a colorful game quite a bright game really eye-catching it just makes you get drawn into it straight away just because the unique look so I suppose when you first started trying to come up with the idea of this game, how did it come about? Um, <laughs> we were prototyping an idea because I was sort of playing around with this little bit of code and I was like, oh this looks cool. And then like, I think within three days we had made like an early version of this and it was there was guards and there was a box and you kind of just played with it. And we, we just sort of grew over time as this, really. Yeah, it all started, I think, with the volumetric lighting that we have throughout the game. So it, all the lights that you can see they are projecting when your character moves around. And then we went like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to add that glitch effect? Oh, wouldn't it be cool if we made the self-game that we always always wanted to make, but like a little bit more techy, a little bit more like unique, yeah. in, in a yeah. way? Basically, it just kind of snowballed from small little prototype to big game really quickly, so yeah. And is this game going to be available on Steam or is it just off your own website or how it's going to come yeah. out? It's going to be on Steam, yeah. Brilliant. And do we have a release date for it? Is it uh, this year? This year. <laughs> We're keeping it sort of under wraps now. <laughs> as much as we can design into it, we want to we want to make sure it's perfect before we release. We don't want to promise too much and then force ourselves to release a half-finished game. Well, we're just in two, realistically, making this. So it, it, <laughs> what it would, it would be is, like, I don't want to over-promise and then having to do, like, 30 days without sleep because I promised something. So, I mean, we, we I, make sure it's I like sleeping we put sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sleeping's a good thing. <laughs> That's one also, it's just literally you two are just, just a pixel. That's phenomenal. The work you've put into that is, is superb. I can't believe it's only a two-man team. But So that's uh, Just a Pixel, Daniel and Roberta. Thank you very much for your time. Thank much you. appreciated. Cheers. Bye.
got you just over you know over the last year, Ed, your skills as an interviewer uh, they've just gone up at least by two or three percent. I'm really <laughs> impressed. Really <laughs> impressed. <laughs> Yeah, I think literally mm-hmm. about two or three. So today, unfortunately, um, we had some friends around last night, so it was only going to be a quiet night um, mm. with a takeaway and a you, few beers. You knew and this then was coming on. This was today, right? Yeah, and then he, like Dan phoned me up and he was just like, right, okay, um, the clocks go forward, remember that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. And then when I set me alarm this morning, it was like, you have three hours and 48 minutes. And I was like, are oh, you fucking kidding me? Because <laughs> we, were, we were drinking like the entire time. Went through like a bottle of Sailor Jerry, some Jack Daniels, some Captain Morgan's, and a crate of beer. Um, and that was just me. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> it was like the way that when Dan first picked me up this morning, I felt like death. I was like, oh God. And I felt so bad when Nee was doing the interview with me. Because mm. you'll see on the video probably me starting, like, moving away. I'm like leaning back a little bit because I could smell the Sailor Jerry on me. <laughs> As I was doing the interview, and I was like, oh, God, I hope she didn't smell it. I Maybe she quite, likes sailors. I felt quite bad in a way. Maybe she's looking for some sailors. For some sailors. That's that's the one and only Shenmue reference I'm going to allow this podcast. Well, this comes out on Monday, which is going to be the first. So on Wednesday, it is the Shenmue tweetathon. Is it Wednesday? So, yeah, so I'm just going to throw that out there, just okay. the once in the pod. Shenmue yeah. tweetathon. Yeah. Hashtag save Shenmue. Yes, do it. Please, everybody, just mm-hmm. th- th- right. If you thunderclap it, if anyone can guarantee me, they will thunderclap it from like just literally right now. Then there will be month. another four people thunderclapping it this month. Yeah, <laughs> well, I was just maybe wondering if people might be sick of hearing about Shenmue for some reason, yeah. and yeah, then I will stop talking if, about it if we if do it. You, you you promote it and get it made, then we'll stop talking about it. Y- yeah. <laughs> 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 then I just talk about how amazing Shenmue three is. <laughs> yeah, true. Mm. We'll we'll see. So yeah, so um, so we did like obviously light was was awesome. Um, Alien Isolation was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hotline Miami was still the same, but still yeah. good. Um, we played a game called War Something, which was playing War and Thunder. It was War Thunder. Um, only, only to get a free T-shirt because it was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was so like it was it, boring. Basically, the PS4 there's two ways fighting. of doing it. There's either the tanks or there's the planes. Um, so you're on the ground or up in the air, uh, dogfighting. Oh, is that how well, That's so what the other side was. Tanks, the other side was, was tanks, tanks. what, they're in the air? <laughs> Planes are the ones on the ground? Yeah. Right. <laughs> just, I was just making light of the fact you didn't really need to mention that. <laughs> right, okay. When you said there's tanks and planes, I think our audience can work that bit out, Reg. Right, okay, good, good. Sorry. I'm, just thinking, I'm feeling fragile today, so I'm just wondering maybe people are listening to it on Monday feel quite fragile and just like, you know what? No, because who's going to have been drinking on a Sunday night? Me? No. I've got one in my hand right now. That's, yeah, you're... Uh, uh, I nearly said an abomination. <laughs> I meant an abnormality. An alcoholic, basically. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> what I meant. That's exactly, exactly what Cheers, I meant. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <sighs> but, um, yeah, so... What was I saying there? You got a free T-shirt. Oh uh, uh, yeah, so we played and it was War only just worth it. Um, <laughs> it was it was shocking. Like I'm not into. into Should we give it to Nina's anyway. dad? Okay. He likes his free T-shirts. Remember, he was al- when when we worked at the like game shop, t-shirts. she she was always like, "Free T-shirts, my dad's gonna have it," and he used to love them. And last time we went to Eurogamer, she was like, "Can you get my dad a free T-shirt? Like, are you gonna be happy wearing a T-shirt that says War Thingies on it? What was it? Thunder. War Thunder." <laughs> I don't care. Um, are you going to be happy wearing a War Thunder t-shirt, Rich? That's going to use it to decorate with, but... 
Yeah, okay. sure. No, no, that's fine. No, no, that. no. Nina's dad will take far no, more. it was a question. It wasn't it. a statement. It wasn't uh, an order, right? I worked really hard for that as well. Like, I, I, faked, I faked my score so I could get that yeah. t-shirt. How many did you we had to shoot down two planes. I shot down one. <laughs> I, I shot down about four. Did you? Yeah. All right. I also crashed into about eight because like, my mm. gun kept jamming on it. Which I lost the wing and I was still flying. Which is the really irritating thing. If you're going to go dogfight and say, yeah. make sure your gun lasts longer for than two it's seconds. True. I, I run out of bullets and I was like, well, now what? Yeah. Literally what? What, what do you then literally about because he's playing you could five, only fly yeah. once couldn't you and about five minutes later it then reloads oh right the I gun. so I was just like well, why does it take so long to fucking reload it where did he get the bullets from mm. if you're out of ammo where do they magically appear from yeah. mm -hmm. um, but yeah it wasn't good didn't no. look very pretty I think it, it was we're giving all too much time to this to war thunder I'm going to use that word again this abomination <laughs> yeah yeah what but was amazing though um, was I can't remember the name of it. War something, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call it Monocle Mustache Game. Oh, something foul play. Foul play. Foul play. Yeah, that was ace. Okay, was it's, it was one of many, 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 many PS4, um, PSN, PlayStation Network games that were there. I think it's a PSN game. It looked like a PSN game, only because it was 2D. Um, and it was like, you know, Cartoon styly castle crashes. Yeah, think of that. Wasn't really pushing on a, um, the, the hardware in, like, in a theatre. But it's pretty. So, so you're basically playing in the play. You're in the play, exactly. doing, trying to impress the audience as you're going yeah. through. More people you beat up, the more applause you get. Beat them up as yep. it's going through. I went amazing. Um, dash Dashforth. Yeah, I want to call my name something Dashforth. I can't um, remember. But he was awesome. Uh, he had a monocle and moustache. He looked and just a top like the, uh, the Mr. Monopoly. He did, yeah. Mr. Moneybags. Mm -hmm. But he was bald. Yeah, and he was just amazing. Mm -hmm. So And I went as a chimney that. sweep that had another humorous name that I cannot recall. Squirtle. Squirtle. Yes, Squirtle. Before I evolved, I was... I was Squirtle, and then I became War Turtle. Get that? Get me? I I know what the evolved form of Squirtle is. I don't know how. I don't how know did I know it was War Turtle? Well. Neither do I. There's one one the lads, right? Wes, who um, is we've talked about Wes before in the past. Disney Probably. Um, he put up on Facebook this, the other day and like, tagged That's me right. in it. Yes, he tagged um, you in a Pokemon thing. Like how or like how you cherish your Pokemon? They are your lifetime friends and stuff. And I was like. Mate, not being funny, but fuck Pokemon. Because like, <laughs> then they, when you were playing around in the gardens, making Pokemon faint, I was out in the uh, in the fields of Midgar, <laughs> Shinra, and just like gone off on this huge, massive tangent wow. about how amazing like my gaming experience have been while you've been busy trying to catch all fucking 151 Pokemon. Um, yeah, so so fuck Pokemon. Yeah, that's my stance on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I never played Pokemon. Ever. I I remember giving it a go when I worked at the game shop because Golden Sun was so flipping amazing, and I was like. Pokemon's got to be more of the same, surely. And it wasn't. I know, it wasn't. It wasn't, Reg. Really, no, really, it really wasn't. really wasn't. But for some, some reason I feel obliged in my status as a, a video game fan and a, a geek to play it. And I got um, a Game Boy Advance emulator on my uh, iPhone. And I've tried playing it. And I, I, To be fair, I'm about an hour in. And it's, it's alright. It's nothing special. Got Pokemon? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> I've got um, I've, I've got Golden Sun on there as well, so maybe I'll go through that again. Because that's amazing. That's Golden Sun's so one of the best games so ever. That's literally my top five best games yeah. ever made. Mm. Oh, 100%, man. Yeah. But wait, 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 we're at rest. Um, what else did we play, Reg? We played Titanfall, which was fun. Yeah. Titanfall. Have you watched Attack on Titan yet? <laughs> <laughs> What are it's you amazing. on today? So um, good. That's that's why I'm tired. Because I found that Attack on Titan, well, Crunchyroll, as we talked about it last week, was on, um, you can get it on my, I've got a little Sky Now TV box, and it's on that. So now I can watch it on my TV instead of on my phone. Right. So I watched like four episodes of that. I'm nearly finished. And then I don't know what to do, because that's only like halfway through where the manga is. What I might have to start reading the manga. It's not on there. And I'm going to go into Sword go Art online. Yeah, I might do that. It's well but, worth but it. But free is better. Free, legal and free. Legal yeah. and free is the way yeah. to be. So, have you watched Second Titan yet, Reg? Yes. Yeah, oh, cool. <laughs> Literally in the space you just asked me to <laughs> now, I've watched the entire series. All I'm right. going to ruin it for you. There's a massive Titan towards the end okay. that, that does loads of Titan-y stuff. Okay, interesting. Mm. He dies as well. <sighs> Four times. Way to ruin it, Reg. Sorry, way um, to ruin But it. yeah, so we played that, and that was pretty cool. Um, we went to play some pinball machines until the guy turned us turned, turned him off. off. Literally, some guy was halfway through going Spider Man, and he's like, "Sorry mm. about this, mate," and just turned it off. Yeah, didn't even wait because he was on like ball two. He could have just waited until the third mm. ball went. Two, it wasn't that great. He had and two balls, and that was it. He lost both of them, both <laughs> of his balls. <laughs> two balls, two one balls. table. Yeah, so, yeah, so it was pretty much like that. Um, <laughs> What else did we play? We played lots of fun things, like said we played. Oh, Sims. oh, that um, that swordy one. In the eighteen rated bit. Shadow Warrior. Shadow Warrior, the swordy one, yeah. Shadow Warrior. I I don't know, Reg. I'm wow. tired. This is probably gonna go down as <laughs> the worst podcast. I'm really enjoying it. Ever I'm made. really, really enjoying it. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm really enjoying it. I feel happy for some reason. Yeah. Well, Shadow, I think, Shadow do you Warrior. Know, no, I know. Right. I know why I'm happy. Yeah. Because it's it free parking. Free. <laughs> it's exactly right. And you get How to watch you Attack know? on Titan. Oh, when I get in. Now I've got to probably edit this. <sighs> it's going to take a lot of fucking editing this uh, one. <laughs> now I'm leaving it as is. Apart from adding in the, the interviews. Yeah. I, I can hear McFly in the background, Reg. I'm going to have to try and cut that out. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Shad- what was it? Shadow, Shadow Warrior, Warrior. As in like the old 90s yeah. game. Yeah. Um, I, d- I don't remember it. Um because I, I, we're standing there watching it, and um, he's throwing out all these like one-liners and whatever. And I'm just like, this just looks like he's a Japanese Duke Nukem. And you're like, well, yeah, it's 3D Realms made the original one, and that's pretty much what it was. I'm like, oh, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. It's all right. It's nothing special. No, I no. won't run out straight away and grab it. Y- you could pick up a gun and start shooting people, but I was like, no, I, I'm enjoying my sword. I just yeah. went around with the sword. I think the sword's good. quite fun. It's not as it's not as fun as like Metal Gear Rising, where you can actually go off and like proper like pinpoint it. But oh, yeah, it, okay. you can chop off limbs and mm. heads and, mm. and gubbinses and whatnot. However, it was possibly the most annoying game playing experience of the day for me, because what I hate is people telling me what to do when I'm playing games. Yeah, the maker. The, Some the, guy. It was, yeah, it was one of the guys who actually yeah. made the game who yeah. was well, who was there who kept telling possibly. you exactly yeah. how to play it. If you like, took. 20 seconds longer than, than you should in an area where you're just like, you're looking around and you're just like, oh, where's this statue that I've got to smash or whatever? Mm-hmm. It, he'd go, it, it just, he'd 
shout in your direction and go, go this way, go up there, there it is. It's like, I will find it. Just give me time. It's not like you've got a queue. Uh, I was, mm, I wanted to just reach into that game, pull out that sword, and then just show him it and go, you wait, and then put <laughs> it back into the game. This lovely yeah, sword. Because I, I would not want to hurt him. That's a bit extreme, Rich. So I just show him and go, grrr, and then put it back in the game and continue playing. Fair enough. But then, if he did it again, <laughs> oh. what would you do next? Um, I'd just get up and walk off, I think. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's go home. That, 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 Titan. That, 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 yeah, I'd like the beginnings of a fun story. No. no. And then you completely you turned it around and you made you it an unfun story. You. Well done, Dan. Yeah. Well done. No. Um, no, definitely not. Fair enough. No. No. So you went to watch Captain America 2 the other day. Oh, we are friends me. now. We're still no, here. We'll, we'll go back to us. I know we're still here. <laughs> 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 we're not going to move in the duration <laughs> of the podcast. Like that. Um, um, I did watch Captain America 2, and it was... Amaze. We won't spoil anything because we're going to go watch it on Wednesday. Yeah, I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but all I can say is I'll say maybe two or three things. I'm going to say three. I haven't got them planned, so I might have three, but I might have two. We'll, we'll see. Um, <laughs> one, um, it was the stuff that happens in it is pretty like important. In the event in the Avengers world in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, something it's that big a movie. Oh right, it's, okay. It's like just completely ground shaking. If that's 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 the phrase, isn't it? Ground shaking. It's just shook the foundations of the Marvel Universe, really. Um, um, second thing is, um, so Shield, right? All this money, like. Billions of trillions of dollars, Tony Stark's bankrolling and whatever. They've got this really amazing, huge, like tower where they all, where all they all work and stuff. All this amazing technology, yet they have the slowest lift I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I have been on faster lifts in car parks. Wow! Just don't understand it. You'll you'll see. It's it's that slow that you that you. It's purely because they they want. There's two scenes in the movie that they want to have in the lift. And right. If it wasn't that slow, they it, the scene would have been over in about twelve seconds. Right. Okay. So that 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 pulled me out of it a little bit, to be honest. Um, and the third thing is, yes, I do have three things. Three D was a bit rubbish. I wouldn't bother. Right, okay, but d- mm. didn't you also say it has like one of the best? Oh, like, four things, four things, Reg. Yeah, which is probably yeah. better than just another, yeah. It, yeah. Um, it had one of the most important um, post-credit scenes since um, since uh, Iron Man, I think. All right, okay. Not important's the word, but amazing for 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 people who know, amazing. It's just I was so excited. Very. Is how the doc coming into it? Uh, Ruin it, Reg. Gosh. I'm going to be amazed. How so How the so Duck good. was an Avenger. I would love it. Oh. Well, he's part of the Marvel cinematic. I think, well, Marvel. They can have a blooming a raccoon in a tree. Why not? I wonder who's got the rights to How the Duck now? I don't know. I think it probably is Marvel, Marvel. Studios because it's, it's got to be in, in like perpetuity. So whoever had it. Hasn't done anything with it. Hence, has lost I it. I do. I do love the fact as well, though, that the guy who actually drew Howard the Duck, who went on to do the other like Marvel comics, mm. always makes sure that on the covers 
that he does, he always puts Howard the Duck somewhere in the cover. All right. Like on the cover. And there's so many times where like the, the guys from Marvel are going like, right, we're not going to do anything with him. Can you stop putting him in the covers? <laughs> and he said, well, no, if you create this character, people love this character. We want this character to go f- further. Yep. George Lucas Why loves not? this character. And if George, George likes it, if it's all right for George, it's all right for me. So could he put his name on it? <laughs> Howard George Duck. Is that is his middle name George? <laughs> no, I don't. Know. I don't know where that came. From. <laughs> no, you're just Reg. You're just trying I'm to d- be weird now. I'm just quoting George Foreman with his grills. So good, I okay. put my name on it. Okay. And to be fair, his grills are amazing. Do you know one of my favourite things about Alton Towers? When you're queuing for the uh, the the flume, formerly the yes, log flume, it is your flume. One there's of the questions. questions, and it's like um, name three movies with water in them. And the, the, the trick there is, you're like, water world, water ship down, but it's like Titanic. And you're like, <laughs> it doesn't have to have water in the title, movie with water in. It's pretty much all, all movies ever. But I digress. Um, one of the questions is, name three, name as name many fam- famous ducks as you can. And when he gets to the next board and has the answer, one of them is Howard the Duck. Yeah. Yep. I love Howard um, the Duck. Because you'd think they'd put Daffy Duck and Donald Duck, but I think they're probably too... F- Heavily copyrighted that they couldn't print them at on towers. That's my theory. That is my theory. Yeah, they're making rollercoaster tycoon four edge on the mobile. Yeah, don't like it. No, hate this idea. Right. Apparently they they are going to be doing a PC, PC version, title which as is well. Really different. The the idea I don't like is uh, they were touting it as hey it's free to play, it's free to play. So that means you know you'll get coins and you'll get tickets and you can buy tickets and whatever. Yeah. It looks like. Each bit of track costs obviously their money, coins, but then like special tracks like loops you have to buy, buy with tickets. Um, so it's one of them that you, you obviously you've got to be spending money on it. But even though it's free to play, the game is going to cost money. It's going to actually cost to buy, but you How get ridiculous. £5 pound of in-game currency apparently with it when you buy it for like one ninety nine. That's crazy that, like, I, I hate that Very idea. crazy. Completely, completely yes. hate that idea. Um, and it does look a little bit rubbish and simplistic, and obviously yeah. you go to build it a ride, and it's going to take a week to build the ride. It looks as bad as uh, what, theme, what Theme Park did when he took it oh, to the that was that was awful. It really was awful. Yeah. Again, the only free-to-play game that I found decent in the, of, the, of that kind of type is Simpsons Tapped Out. And I'm st- I still don't feel like I need to spend any money on it. No, it's or great. play it. No, I play it. But have you seen? There's a Family Guy version coming out now. Really? It's identical. It's no, absolutely way. identical. Like completely identical. I mean, I know it's both Fox, but it's a different studio, and they've just gone. Yeah, let's make this. Yeah, let's just cash in on this. Basically, I mean, it, it makes some ridiculous amount of money. Mm. So I don't doesn't surprise me. Um, did I have a point to all this? Where were we? Captain America was good. Yes. I'm glad it was good because we're going to see it again on Wednesday. I am going to see it again I'm dragging down with it because Ash won't go and watch it. That's um, fine. Ash has a... I don't know what it is. She absolutely detests Captain America. Okay. So does she like Black Widow? Does she like Nick Fury? Well, yeah. But she just doesn't like Captain America in the slightest. It's the stage where she will refuse to play Lego Marvel superheroes. She has to go Captain America. Okay. I, 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 I don't get it. I just, she's like, I don't want to go Captain America, and I'm like, well, fine, then I'll fucking go Cap. Do you know what, but that's the problem, he wasn't amazingly likeable, I didn't think, in the first movie. It was it was a good movie, but it wasn't amazing, it's probably the weakest of the bunch, mm. but and now this he, is just, he didn't really have a, 
Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And he's he, he really, really comes across well. I think completely different to the first one. Let's think. Ash hasn't even watched the first Captain America no. film. She just doesn't mm. want to, despite me going. But it's Lucas Lee. That's the only yeah. defence I had. <laughs> For it, cause the only reason I watched it was because it was Lucas yeah. Leakes. I had no interest really in, Cap- in Captain America, but I was like, you know what, I'll watch it. it but he, right, he also has some amazing yeah. moments in Avengers, though, and again, that's that pretty much leads him into this, and that's what's really good. Um, he is a bit whiny at the beginning, but you get over that pretty quickly. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um, how many weeks are we going to give people? Then we're going to give until next podcast, and then next we can podcast, talk next, about it. Yeah, spoilerific. So, next, so if you haven't watched it by next Monday, you're shame dead to on us. You. Yeah. yeah, don't avoid us, just mm. down, down, download the podcast and then listen to it once you've actually watched Captain America, mm. I think is the best way to put it, Yeah, because I don't want to ruin your, yeah. your movie-going experiences. Exactly. I am Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Back on that. Yeah. yeah, I can't stop doing Muppets impersonations, they're just well, so good. So pra- good. Impersonations of um, Constantine. Constantine. I am number one, and you are number two. It's not easy being mean. <laughs> I love him. Absolutely love him, but mm. I got to say he's now wearing work. I'm banned now from doing the the voice. Okay, because I was like, I'll enter the phone in the style of Constantine. It's like, and the problem is about how people you're Graham talking to have the same accent. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then they're immediately like, like, ah, oh, you're racist. racist. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they think you talk Russian. You're like, oh, uh, sorry, mate. Uh, I don't don't speak no Russian. Like, <laughs> I speak really scouse, yeah. apparently. Like, I, um, you know. Did we do anything else at REST? Uh, what else did we do at REST? Um, ate sausage rolls and I, I, I was dead nice to Reg. I bought him a little bag of cocktail sausages. It was like a packet of crisps. It was like bag. a little packet of crisps, mm-hmm. but instead of crisps, it was cocktail sausages. That's <laughs> what you want. Exactly <laughs> what you want. I was happy with it. Very happy. Because literally, I, my stomach was feeling rather fragile for the majority of the day. It was just the best thing in the world, just mm-hmm. munching away on that packet of cocktail sausages. It was awesome. We did that while we were in the queue to play... Um, but I think that oh, we went on the bus, the the Razor oh, bus, that's it, the and we played, and we played Trials Fusion. And, and some <laughs> really shit <laughs> team-based first-person shooter. The people on that bus were so like unenthusiastic. It was there shooter mania. I think it was, it was called to advertise Razor um, peripheral gaming peripherals, nice, you know, keyboards, and they're, they're, they are lovely. They're nice. They they glow and they're green and you know, mm, really good. But I don't know they they just didn't really seem to care or make much point about, you know, oh, you know, get get used to the, the, the mouse, look how nice and ergonomic it is. It was just like, there you go, play them games. It was, like, that the, one if you it was want. like the woman who actually was on the bus was just like, oh, yeah, they just release as many things as they can possible. I was like... Yeah, they just had an extra button on it and that's yeah, and I was a like, new one. Way <laughs> to go, babe. Yeah. You're selling that one really well. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but I, I hated the pad because I picked up the, three, the Xbox One pad so I could play Trials Fusion, didn't I? Mm. I was like, what the hell are them on the oh, back? Yeah. There's two little, like, Weird triggers in the middle of the pad, like at the back, and mm. I was like, they feel really weird. Oh, I don't like them. And she came and she went, yeah, yeah, yeah they just, just put buttons everywhere nowadays. And I was like, yeah. oh, um, thanks. At least you agree with me, to be fair. Yeah. And you're supposed to be repping the company. But <sighs> yeah, no, it's good. We played lots of lots of retro, a few new things, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And even though Titanfall's out, we went and played Titanfall stuff. Yep, and queued up for that. But mm-hmm. that was that was still really good fun. Team something. Yeah, right, and I regretted uh, by the time we'd given the team name in. I was like, oh, it's been Team Crayon Pop. <laughs> and there's it. your one reference Speaking for Crayon Pop. Speaking of which, <laughs> um, this comes out on Monday, Reg. 
Monday's the 31st of March. You know what that means? Uh, it means the next day. It's payday. Well, payday oh, is the 31st of March and Walking Dead. The next day is the release of their new single, Uh E. It's their Crown Pop comeback. Right. So I'll, I'll, I won't go on much. I'm just going to say it's testament to how ridiculously amazingly catchy their music is and how uh, amazing their fans are, especially the Pop Juhushi, who are the, uh, the 30 to 40 year old men who follow them. Right, they get their own names. Yeah. Amazing. There's a, based generally, their fans are called sketchbooks. Um, but then the, 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 they just have this weird fan base of older men. I say weird. Yes, I yes, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, and they just follow them. But they all know them. They're like dead friendly with them. They all dress up. They have the helmets. They have the tracksuits. But um, there's um, they, they had basically a free concert they put on in, um, in Korea somewhere. And they did a press conference and they sang the song. And by the second time the verse was going through, the fans were singing it back to him. That's crazy. Yeah, they have these fan chants. Like each song has got a fan chant, and while the, the the girls are singing, they shout back like the names of of the of them, like the real names, or, and plus their stage names and little phrases. But everyone knows it. Everyone shouts it in unison. It's really weird. But people, it's already started. It, it, literally the day after it had been, you know, it had been released because of this. People already had fan chants for it. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. But um, I'll, I'll post it up. I know you no, will. No, I won't post it up because I hate Crayon Pop. It's April the 1st. Uh, <laughs> April the 1st, uh, so it's April Fool's. Okay, it's not yet, though, is it? No, but I'm sending it up. That I'm, I'll, I'll put out a tweet saying, I, I hate this. This is awful. The worst thing I've ever heard. Winky right, face. Okay. Winky face. <laughs> and then link to the Crayon Pop video. Well, but what do you do though if they actually see that because you tagged them in it? Cry. And then, and then you're like, like, I'm never coming to Manchester. Never going to Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, Dan, th this lad Dan, or this, this person from Geek, has ruined uh, England's chances of Crane Pop overcoming. And then those guys are going to come across here with the tracksuits and helmets and come beat you up. Beat me to death with my own shoe. Beat you to death with your own shoe. Yes. No. It's exactly like what they will do. Mm -hmm. um, I think. We're done, are we not? Why not? <laughs> Possibly. I don't think there's anything else we did at Rest. Um, so all we have to really to say about that is it was lots of fun. And thank you for the free tickets and the free parking. Um, and the free use of the press lounge Ooh. for 10 minutes. Um, and the uh, free games and the free snap bracelet and the free t-shirt. And I think any pens, I'm disappointed. Yeah, um, highly. But uh, you got a badge that had worm, a worm on it. I got quite a few badges. Mm. <laughs> um, and other than that, um, go next year, you people. And also, uh, go to actual EGX. Because it's now EGX, it's not Eurogamer, it's EGX. It's in the convention. Eurogamer X Ball. What? Yeah. Um, but I did have one other thing I need to talk about. Um, that's it, that's it. Have you watched Attack on Titan yet? Stop with the silence, Reg. It was an attempt at comedy. Um, do you want me to watch Turtles? Will that make you feel better? Do it now. Do you want me to watch Turtles? <laughs> <laughs>
Please don't turn um, t- Attack on Titan into a Napoleon Dynamite thing. I won't, as long as you don't quote. Well, you haven't quoted it so far, so it's all good. There's no Napoleon Dynamite. Because it's in Japanese, so I can't quote it. Well, yeah, but it's got subtitles. Okay, I'm watching it now, Reg. Okay, let me know how it goes. Crime, violence, and fear have run rampant. Our great city is being destroyed. Reg, it's daytime, it's not nighttime. You said it was dark. It does get dark. Literally, oh yeah, you've it's now it for night. Five seconds. It's night time now. Oh no, they're just underground. It was that foot soldier. Alright. Create heroes. April O'Neill's got the yellow jacket on. And does he look like a Goomba? He does look like a Goomba. Far. It's weird that he has like this human mouth. That's that's just a bit. That's a, a little bit odd. Hmm. Will you go watch it? Um, I don't know. Still that's don't know. Yes, because you're coming with me. Okay. Only because we so we can talk about it on a pod. Well, that's it. We have to talk about it on the pod because okay. it's going to be duty. one. It's going to be one of the biggest films of the year. Do you reckon? Yeah. I don't think it will. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there now. I think it's gonna, not entirely flop, but I don't think it's gonna be that big. I think it's gonna come close to being a flop. I think it's gonna do really well because it's the turtles. <coughs> Everyone loves the turtles. All the guys who want the kids to go see it because it's the turtles. Hmm. All the kids love the turtles because they just rebrought hmm. it back out again, haven't they? And it's a really popular series still, so it's gonna do really well. Okay. If we like it or not, we'll see. Oh, we shall, sir. Hmm. We shall. And on that well, note, what's 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 gonna be riding on it though? Um, right, okay, so, so this is going to be like some a... Some kind of challenge. So, okay. We'll think of a challenge and we'll do it next time on the air. On the, we'll discuss what the challenge will be next time on the pod. Okay. Because I can't think of a decent enough challenge You're right just now. done. You're done with me, aren't you? <laughs> Forever. You're just... That's it. Just have you watched... Um, right, it's time to geek out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>